welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is January the 9th, and we're here in 2023 for our first podcast. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon. Great to be here. Our first podcast of the year. First podcast. And uh, it's good to be off of the holiday schedule, too. Yes, it is. You know, you look so forward to the holiday to kind of break the routine and do some stuff, and then by the end of that, you're ready to get back into the routine and get on with life. Yeah. So My wife are. and I were sitting around and it kind of felt like there's a movie called Groundhog Day, but it felt like <laughs> every day was the same day over and over again. Like, ooh, we need some routine around yeah. here. Yeah. So it's good to yeah. be back uh, into the swing of things. So. Well, good to join you and uh, looking yep. forward to a year of podcast, Lord yeah. willing. Yeah. So definitely want to talk um, a little bit about prayer mm-hmm. today because uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we've entered a season where we kind of have a focus on prayer as a mm-hmm. congregation. I'm going to ask you a question about a, a prayer guide that we've put out and want to ask some questions about that. But also the sermon was on prayer. And so we want to talk a little bit about that today from Romans chapter 12. So let's let's first start with this, this 21-day prayer guide devoted to prayer that we put out uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're listening to this and you weren't here because maybe you were sick or out of town, uh, you can find the digital copy online. Um, but we'll probably have some extra copies, so if you come in, we'll have some for you. But talk about this. What is this, Scott, okay. first of all? Because yeah. we've done this before, but there may be some new people in the congregation going, okay, what is this? What's yeah. going on? Well, most every year, I don't want to say every year, because yeah. I think maybe there was a year or so in there the past 10 or 15 years that we didn't do it. But yeah. most every year we start the month of January with some kind of season of prayer. It could be two weeks. It could be the whole month. This time it's 21 days. We tweak it up just a bit, but we start the year off praying. Mm-hmm. Um, and we call it, it's called the same thing every year, devoted to prayer. That That is uh, from Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Um, so what, the translation I preached from on Sunday said, be constant in prayer. But yeah. the, the translation that I was using when we started this years ago yeah. said, be devoted to prayer. So we yeah. call it the devoted to prayer season of prayer at Grace Community Church. Okay. And it's a... It's a daily guided prayer season. The little booklet that you've got in your hand called Devoted to Prayer has some notes in it at the beginning where I've written some things on on prayers, hopefully some helpful thoughts on uh, on helping us pray, and also a little section on how to pray the Bible. Yeah. That's probably been uh, maybe the biggest emphasis of the Devoted to Prayer season yeah. is learning how to pray from the Bible. Yeah. Um, and so there's a section in there, just one page on how to pray the Bible. Uh-huh. And then in that prayer guide, there are 21 different prayers. So I picked back in December, early December, I picked 21 verses of, of Scripture mm-hmm. and uh, put them in the form of a little guided prayer. And it's designed um, for people to use the verse and you can read what I wrote, but that's not really that big a deal. You can, you, you know, that's just supposed to launch you in yeah. to your own praying right. from that particular verse for 21 days yeah. for Grace Community Church, yourself, mm-hmm. your friends, your family, that sort of thing. 
and we start today. So that's what the Devoted to Prayer Guide is. Yeah, and so if you haven't picked it up, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. And I like it because it's, it's just like one verse or maybe a couple of verses. It's, yeah. it's not long, so you know you can sit down and, and do this very quickly. Yeah. Uh, sit down and, and read this. I mean, now, I mean, of course, you know, it could spur you on to pray a long time. Who knows? But it's a, it's a good little guide for 21 days uh, to pray as a congregation. Mm-hmm. Now, the second question I'd ask, Scott, is, why? Yeah. So this is that's the what. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Well, there are many reasons why. <clears throat> um, and how would I order them in, in terms of priority? Well, one is because the Lord called us to pray. Yeah. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. If you really read the Bible, how much mm-hmm. of it is, it, it is prayer, how much of it people are praying, mm-hmm. and how much of it is a command to pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't you can't read the Psalms without. I mean, it is prayer. The Psalms mm-hmm. are prayer. They're prayers throughout the whole Bible, and and the Lord is telling us to pray. Um, and so, you know, Romans twelve twelve is a command, um, a call from God through the Apostle Paul that says, "Be constant in prayer." Yeah. So, out of just obedience to the Lord, believing that that God yeah. has prayer for a purpose, He made the way for uh, for us to pray through Jesus. He helps us in prayer through yeah. the Spirit. He's going to work through our prayers. We don't understand it. There's a lot of mystery there. Uh, we don't let the mystery of it keep us from doing it. We just do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's one reason. Mm-hmm. Another reason uh, that we start the year off is because God has called us to a mission. Mm-hmm. We're going to make disciples. That's what, he, that's what he told his church to do. And there's just absolutely no way we can do that without him. Yeah. And and prayer is that is that calling upon the Lord to give us strength and wisdom, um, courage to be about the task of making disciples of all nations. That's what he called us to do. So if you'll recall, uh, January one, just two weeks ago, we started, you know, the first sermon of the year was God is with us as the sent ones, Mm -hmm. as the ones who make disciples. Well, now we're talking about praying as a disciple-making church, because there's no way we can do that mission without the wisdom and the guidance and the strength and the energy and the fruitfulness of, of God. Yeah. So prayer is our way to ask God for that and yeah. to abide in Jesus mm-hmm. so, we can, so we can bear much fruit. Yeah. Um, so for those reasons, every year we start this way. And also, I guess one more is to, is to, um, to remind us that we're really praying all year. Yeah. So this is like, I would put it like this, like, you know, we, when, when you have a quiet time in the morning, you, you read, you pray, you, and then from that you're launched out into the rest of your day, reading, praying, meditating, reminding yourself so that you can live for God's glory for a whole day. And you get up the next morning, you do the same thing. Well, this is similar, except it's at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. for the whole year, so that we'll launch into the year praying and then remind ourselves to continue to pray throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really good, I think, congregational, uh, spiritual practice for us to begin with a season of prayer every year. Yeah, yeah. well, excited. Uh, I've got mine uh, in my journal and looking forward to, to walking through that as a congregation um, I love to, and I know we want to talk about the sermon, so I want to have some time for that. But you've talked throughout being a pastor about praying the Bible and how mm-hmm. helpful that is. And um, this kind of gets into our sermon, but it was so good when you were talking about prayer in the sermon. You were just saying, 
the, the word has helped me pray for the congregation mm-hmm. that I, I will read something and then a person comes to mind as I read that verse and I'm praying that verse towards that person. Mm-hmm. So uh, very, very helpful. Um, so again, anyways, so make sure again, you can grab that online or grab an extra copy uh, at the church and just reach out to us. We'll get make sure you get one. So um, now I want to turn to uh, the, the sermon from Sunday. Yeah, so yeah. we were in Romans chapter 12, read the whole chapter, but again, that verse 12, being mm-hmm. constant in prayer, mm-hmm. was the focus. So give us a quick two-minute overview. Yeah, well, that was it. Uh, we zoomed in. Mm-hmm. The, the Bible gives this plan of God to make unrighteous people right with himself, and that's the book of Romans. And then in Romans, that's the first half, how God sets us right with himself. The second half is how we live as people made right with God mm-hmm. in the context of how we live. Mm-hmm. Lots of commands. And the, right there in the middle of Romans 12 is that command to be constant in prayer. So we went from the whole Bible to zooming into one little command, mm-hmm. but, but big in implication, be mm-hmm. constant in prayer. And we basically defined what prayer is, communication with God. I won't go through all that because yeah. that's, that's in the sermon. People can listen to it online. And then we talked about what it means to be constant in prayer, all seasons, all times, in everything we do, not, not letting um, being busy keep us from praying and not thinking that praying is, is not doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's praying at all times as we are in obedience to Christ. And then we closed with some how-tos, and I mentioned four mm-hmm. uh, words that are in the prayer guide. Yeah. Hopefully people can read that yeah. there too. But you know, prayer is based on trust in God. When we trust God, we entrust things mm-hmm. to Him in, in our in our mm-hmm. prayers, and then we ask God for things, mm-hmm. and then we receive from Him whatever His response is. Yeah, I loved those last four words, and uh, and and just I had some discussions with people last night about those, and love how they're building blocks. Right, mm-hmm. you, you got to start with trust, mm-hmm. and then as you trust, you begin to hand your life over to God, mm-hmm. and then the asking becomes, and it's just. And the receiving, you're ready to receive because you trust, yeah. because you've been trusted and handed yeah. your life over. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes, which we're going to talk in a moment, the response of God may not be exactly what you're asking for, yeah. but he is responding and you're ready to receive that response because you've entrusted yourself yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So, that's right. So that's the question, Scott, that I want to ask is, is there's so much in the sermon that I would encourage people to go listen to. I mean, right out of the gate, you said... Prayer is possible because we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, just stop and think about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. Like, because Mm -hmm. Jesus paid the penalty for your sin, you're able to pray to the Father, Mm -hmm. which is beautiful. But one of the things you kind of moved towards was talking about the idea of of prayers being answered. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about seeing how God answers our prayer as a way of Him, how He responds to us. Yeah. Because I think sometimes in our Christian culture, when we say, did God answer your prayer? Sometimes that can mean, did he do it the way you asked it? Yeah. But you kind of talked about, we need to see it as God responding to us. Yeah. He does respond, but it may not be the way that you're specifically asking. So can you kind of elaborate on that a little more for us? Sure. Well, the image I have in my mind, this is not, excuse me, this is not... um, uh, unique to me or, or original with me, but the image that I have in my mind is like, have you ever gone up to one of those vending machines mm-hmm. that's got like uh, candy bars or mm-hmm. potato chips in it or something? 
you take your your dollar used to be coins see that shows you how old i am well now there's not even bills scott now it's just okay there you go you slip your your debit card into you know back there these things called coins that we used back in the day that's right there's a 25 cent one and you can put it in and get a candy bar but now you put your debit card in anyway you put you you put your card in you punch a button and you get what you want right and i think a lot of people want prayer to be like that hope prayers like that and get yeah. disappointed when prayer isn't like that but yeah. you you put your you put your request in yeah. and you and you you punch your button and god gives yeah. you what you ask for yeah well if you have a, a broken vending machine and you've lost a few coins or you've inserted your card a few times and you've punched the button but you don't get what you want you don't go back to it mm-hmm. you're done with that mm-hmm. and that's the way people treat prayer often yeah. well i asked for that and it didn't happen you know, I put my request in, and I didn't get I didn't get back what I wanted. Mm. Well, that's because God's not a machine. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not a vending machine mm. with all all assortment of candy bars and potato chips and mm-hmm. and drinks that we can just go punch a button and get. God is personal, mm. um, and and He relates to us personally. Yeah, and He's a Father. And uh, now, now think about a father and a child. A, a child comes to the, the dad and says, you know, give me the car keys. Mm-hmm. And yet the child is 12. Yeah. You know, and the father doesn't give the car keys. Mm-hmm. The father instead responds to the child and says, well, in time, mm-hmm. my child, in time. And then in the right time, the father teaches the child how to drive and then eventually hands over the car keys. And I'm not even saying that eventually we get what we want as right. much as I'm just talking about the wisdom of the father to respond, not just to grant immediately yeah. or to grant at all. If, right. if, the, if the child walks up and says, dad, I would really love something that's, you know, whatever it is, that's really dangerous for the child. You know, I, I, I'd love it if you'd give me a, a couple of plant pounds of explosives so I can go yeah. play in the backyard. You know, I mean, yeah. a, you see a wise father. All right. right. That, that's what we have. Yeah. Then we would say, well, then why even ask? Mm-hmm. If he's just going to give us what, what he wants in the first, you know, at the end of the day, because he's a father who wants his children to learn how to relate to him mm-hmm. and to learn how to reshape what they ask for, to learn how to receive his wisdom, to learn how to give thanks for how he responds. Yeah. He wants a relationship, all right? So that's the way, that, that's, that's the difference between seeing yeah. prayer as God gives me what I want, when I want it, how I want it, yeah. to I ask according to his will in my best discernment, entrusting everything to him, trusting that he'll respond appropriately in his good wisdom and, and, and submitting to it and giving thanks. Yeah. That's the kind of relationship. So that's that's the difference between um, you know getting what you ask for immediately you know this kind of vending machine approach or a, a relational approach. Now there's an, there's a great illustration mm. in the Bible about this very thing, but I'm not. I want you to say it because before this podcast started, you and I were mm. talking, and yeah. you said it reminds you of Paul yeah. asking about the thorn in the flesh. Yeah, so First Corinthians twelve is that right? It is. Yeah, First mm-hmm. Corinthians twelve. He's got a thorn in his flesh, and there's a lot of speculation what that was. But it said, "I pleaded three times for you to remove this," mm-hmm. and 
and the Lord responds, mm-hmm. and his response is, my grace is sufficient for you. Yeah. Which which Paul makes it clear in that passage, it didn't get removed. That's right. But 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 the Lord was saying, I am responding by telling you that my grace is sufficient for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So trust me. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, that's a great example. He didn't get yeah. what he wanted. It's Second Corinthians, by or the way. Second Corinthians, yeah. But, but yeah, so so yes, the Lord, yeah, so Paul Paul couldn't see, didn't didn't get to treat God, didn't want to, but didn't treat God like the vending machine. Yeah. You know, request in, removal of the thorn of the flesh, out. Right. He requested, yeah. and then he waited, mm. and the response was, I'm not going to remove the thorn, yeah. but I'm going to give you the grace yeah. to show my power. In your way. So, see, there's the difference between relational response mm-hmm. and vending machine answer. Yeah, and that, it's a beautiful, I think, passage because, you know, I think sometimes we, we can even, when we pray and want that vending response, machine response mm-hmm. we're like well maybe not now but he will answer the way i want just in time but with that it was it was no that's right no i'm not gonna remove it it's yeah. going to remain mm-hmm. but my grace is sufficient mm-hmm. and so I, I just i love that and we could also mind. say well then why did paul even have to ask in the first place because it was bothering him and he was what would love it to go away that's right and but it's a relationship it's he, that's right he learned he grew in christ likeness he saw God's grace in his life because he acutely felt this thorn in the flesh. He requested that God mm-hmm. remove it, and God responded this way. Mm-hmm. That whole process was mm-hmm. the wisdom of God bringing Paul to greater level of conformity to Christ yeah. and greater usefulness by God's grace, yeah. not Paul's own strength, in his service. Yeah, A wise father. Yeah. And I think that helps too, Scott. You kind of mentioned it right there, but even seeing, okay, like what we talked about two weeks ago, which is being understanding the mission of God and understanding mm-hmm. the purpose of God to make us disciples, to grow us as disciples. And so yeah. when we understand that, it even shapes the way we pray. So as we ask for certain specific things, heal me, take this away, do this, we still have that mindset. But ultimately, God... I want to be more and more like you, and I want you to grow me. Yeah. So it kind of puts us in a position, I would think, to receive the no, mm-hmm. but my grace is sufficient because, oh, that's going to help me be shaped more and more like you. That's right. Okay, I'm going to trust you in that. That's right. Yeah. And sometimes the answer is a very direct and quick yes. Right. And we receive that too. Yeah, absolutely. We receive it all with joy. Yeah. Because yeah. our Heavenly Father knows what's best. Yeah, which I think goes to what you said on S- Sunday, was there's a lot of mystery to this. Yeah. And don't sit around trying to figure out all the mystery before you jump in. Like, yeah, just, that's right. Just pray. Well, I know you think, I think you have one more question, but I will say before we move to that one, that I have to relearn this this every day, mm-hmm. over yeah. and over and yeah. over. I'm, I'm reminding myself of these things. I, I, do, I never want to come across like, you know, I learned a lesson, Justin, in my Christian life, and I'm so glad that I don't have to learn that lesson again. No, this is a process. Yeah, It's a relationship, and I'm, I'm relearning these things and reminding myself of these things in every new and difficult prayer season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the last question, okay. uh, we're kind of running out of time here, but what as we think about prayer on a larger scale, mm-hmm. like beyond just as, us as an individual, but a larger scale, how how might we, what can we think about that would be helpful as we begin to think like on this larger scale? How does this work? Yeah. Well, the Lord 
sets his people praying for big kingdom disciple making god glorifying work in the world mm-hmm. he he wants his people praying about that too mm-hmm. and again it is very personal for us as we just spent a few minutes talking about but let's remember too that the church is praying for the advance of the gospel in the world mm-hmm. The church is praying that righteousness would be pursued in the world. The church mm-hmm. is praying for people to be saved by God's grace from the world. The church is even praying for the return of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Come, Lord Jesus, is the last prayer of the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're even praying for that because that ultimately is when Christ's glory will be revealed and our redemption will be made known and manifest. Mm-hmm. So... Again, a lot of mystery, a lot of mystery Yeah. Uh, to, well, well, I mean, if we're praying, why doesn't Christ return today? Or yeah. if we're praying, why doesn't, why isn't there spiritual awakening in dark lands? You know, I, we cannot let the mystery of it and the timing of things that belong to God prevent us from simply being obedient mm-hmm. to cry out to God that our efforts at evangelism, our efforts at disciple-making, our efforts at bringing the, the righteousness of the kingdom of God to bear in this world, yeah. uh, we, we, we've got to keep praying that they will bring about fruit and not let the mystery and the, the call to wait patiently and to trust the timing of God prevent us from doing that. Yeah. And just believe that somehow God is answering those prayers. Yeah. Um, and I'll just be honest with you and, and, and tell you, I don't, again, I don't want to say, uh, act like I've arrived at, at something, but thinking about this, it does make me, at times, pray some really big, bold prayers mm-hmm. for the work of God beyond me and even our church in, in our city and in our world that I otherwise would not pray. Yeah. Yep. If I didn't believe that God had commanded me to do so, and that he intends to respond to the collective prayers of his people in this world yeah. in some way. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a lot to think about and definitely some helpful tools that we uh, have out for people to grab to be devoted to prayer during this season. So, again, just circle back around to the beginning. Uh, make sure you grab this guide, pray as a congregation. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your family as an individual, but as we just ended here, uh, for our world that we live in. So thanks, Scott. We look forward to another Sunday. Thanks, Justin.